0: Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, the podcast for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And today we are going to be talking to Michelle Stanton, an ACE certified fitness instructor. She's co-author of The Walking Solution and author of Walk Off Weight, Walk Your Way to Better Health. And she's also the walking coach for Genève's new program called Get Moving a walking program for women. And we're going to talk all about that and the benefits of walking. But I did a little research before we, oh, hi, Bridget. Hi. <laughs> I did a little research before we came on about the benefits of walking, because I think a lot of us don't realize how good walking is for us. They think it's not really exercise, but Harvard did a recent study in June of 2021. It said that walking counteracts the effects of weight promoting genes, so Harvard studied 32 obesity promoting genes in over 12,000 people, and it was determined that people who walked briskly for about an hour a day, the effects of those genes were cut in half. Wow, I mean, yeah, that is wild. Hard. It also it helps tame a sweet tooth. It reduces the risk of developing breast cancer. It eases joint pain and also it boosts the immune system. So guys, walking really is a great way to improve our mental and physical health because when we're out walking, it just kind of eases some of the anxiety. Yes. Yeah, being and, in yeah. nature, yeah. just Or mm-hmm. just being outside, just not being cooped
1: up in your house so much. And we talk with her about that. And also the fact that some people don't consider walking exercise or a sport. And it is, I mean, it really is. So she's going to really discuss that and just how any walking is really good for you. And talking about, you know, don't park in the first parking spot close to, you know, wherever you're going shopping, wherever you're going, you know, park
0: further away. You'll probably find a spot quicker and you'll get some exercise in the process. And remember, guys, it's it's different when you're casually strolling walking your dog or you know there's different levels some people do a more brisk walk some people walk three hours a week some people walk more but genev is a telehealth company for menopausal women and they've started this let me start by saying free walking program for 30 days where you can go on genev.com and it's called let's get moving and you sign up you can be A gentle walking program or a fitness walking program, and they're free. And Michelle is the coach. She's going to be guiding along the way. She interviews some people, she helps give suggestions, and they're also going to have hot flashes and cool topics, of course, be one of the podcasts promoted for their walking program, because who wouldn't want to listen to us? <laughs> yes, Bridget while you're walking. Yes, but who there wouldn't you go. want <laughs> us in their ears? <laughs> yeah, as they're walking. Um, and just as a side note, before we get started with um, the podcast, I'm Michelle. I'm excited to say that I am two months no oh, period. Before. I'm
1: so happy for her. Cry. Those ovaries better not be dropping any more eggs. I I'll think, tell you what. Yeah,
0: I think we might get into, we're, we're two months. You know, I feel like if you are going through this last phase of perimenopause, email me. I would love to talk through it with you. Our email is hotflashescooltopics at gmail.com. Everybody has a different experience, but for those women that are in it with me kind of at that last stage, we're getting to the finish line. Granted, two months, I'm still pretty far. i got 10 more months to go. But, you know, I'd love to connect with you and talk to you about it. And I'm hear just, your story. Yeah, I, I mean, just want to be oh. like Bridget and i half it
1: anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, I know, I know. So I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Thank you. I'm rooting for you. you ovaries, Culling's
0: ovaries, quit. Stop Tanya, it. You know, every time you get a cramp, you're like, oh, no. Oh no! Every time you go to the bathroom, you're like, "No, please, just just <laughs> ten more months, come on!" Yeah, exactly. So I just thought, you know, because we believe in sharing everything with our yes. listeners, that you yeah. know, why wouldn't you want to know? You know, Group let's get me. behind Colleen on this one, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, guys, we are going to start the interview with Michelle. Enjoy. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cold Topics, everybody.
1: Today we have Michelle Stanton on, and she is a walking coach. She is an ACE certified fitness instructor, and she has been motivating people to be more active for over 25 years. So, thank you for coming on, Michelle.
0: Thank you for having me. When women think of fitness routines and wellness routines, walking, they think more, okay, that's mindfulness, that's calming mm-hmm. me, but they don't actually b- realize the health benefits associated with a walking program. So I guess our first question to you is, why is walking so important for women over 40? Why is it important to integrate walking into
2: your health? There are so many reasons to integrate walking. Um... You know, it's a form of exercise. And one of the things I think some people um, kind of put it down you know walking's really kind of been that stepsister of exercise and one of my goals has been to elevate that and help people to realize that you can get all the benefits we there are hundreds thousands of studies showing the benefits of exercise and you can get all of those and then some from walking and you can do walking at so many different levels you can do a more relaxed mindful walk and get those types of benefits pump it up to a moderate brisk pace and get more benefits. You can even take walking up to a vigorous level and really amp up those benefits. Um but you there's physical benefits, there's mental health and emotional benefits that you can get from exercise. You know, for instance, there's research showing that, you know, walking just um 20 minutes five times a day can pump up your immunity. They found that people who did that were ended up having fewer sick days at work. And even if they did get sick, they had more mild symptoms, they got back to work more quickly. And this was all before COVID. So, you know, a lot of people are thinking, you know, we want to pump up our immune system. And particularly for women, um, as we're aging, I mean, one of the things that does happen is, you know, our immune system, we are more susceptible to certain types of diseases as we get older, might have joint issues. You know, walking is a low impact exercise. So for a lot of women, it's easy on our joints. I have um, women who come to me that were runners and because of joint issues and things like that, they can't do it. So, you know, walking is a great alternative exercise, but it's, I kind of look at walking as that foundation exercise. First of all, if you love running, great. I support any type of exercise. We all need to move more but walking is really that kind of foundation. We all sit too much. So even if you're an avid runner or you take Zumba classes, you still walking has a place in your routine and that is to get you up and get you moving. You can sneak walks in throughout the day and you know, even just a 15-minute walk can boost your mood. It can reduce those stress levels, ease anxiety, And it can um, stop cravings. There was a study that showed a 15-minute walk can curb cravings for sugar and chocolate. So the next time you have a craving, head out for a walk instead.
0: I just wanted to clarify, you had said 20 minutes five times a day. I think you meant five times a week.
2: Five times a week. Okay.
0: (laughs) I just wanted to clarify.
1: You talked about, you know, you go exercise, you do some exercise, but then you're sitting a lot of the day. And that is such a problem with me. Like I'll go play tennis, And then I come back and I probably won't do anything else. Like I'll be at the computer doing things and I've noticed a big difference that I just need to get up and move. Um, So that was really an eye opener to me about, the sitting thing. I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Well,
0: what does and that say in the book? Can you just explain to people the ramifications of working out and then sitting for hours?
2: Yeah. I mean, more and more we're finding that um we all sit too much. Our societies, our lives are just designed that we are still, we go through drive-throughs. Um, you know, we sit at our desks, we don't have to go to the store to go shopping. So over, you know, the past couple of decades, we've gotten more and more sedentary. And what they're seeing is that inactivity contributes to a host of diseases things like heart disease and diabetes even some types of cancer our bodies were meant to move and they perform their best we feel our best when we're moving now that doesn't mean you need to go out and run a marathon but getting up throughout the day and there's even some you know research showing that even if you do your workout and then you sit the rest of the day you know there are negative effects to that Um, and, you know, for people, especially like if they're looking to lose weight, you know, we think, okay, you go out, you work out, you burn these calories, and then you should lose so much weight based on that. But what research is showing is that we then compensate our bodies compensate. And one of the ways, um... Is that, you know, you might go do a workout, take a walk or whatever, and then you're less active throughout the day. When I used to teach exercise classes at the gym, I would always get a kick out of the people who would drive around the parking lot looking for the closest parking spot to go in and work out, you know, park at the furthest one, get those extra steps in. Same thing with, you know, there's so many conveniences, drive throughs the banks, you know, Starbucks, um, even the pharmacies, you know, I challenge myself. Don't use the drive-through. Park the car, get out of the car, and go in. Even um, shopping centers. Now I live out in a suburban area, so it's not convenient to walk to different places. But even the shopping centers are designed for you to like drive from one store to the next. You know, I took pictures one year of a and there's of a shopping parking lot. So it's like you go drive to the Staples, get your stuff, then you drive over to the Lowe's, get your stuff, and then you drive over to the Barnes and Noble. There's no Um, sidewalks, kind of connecting it all. So I challenge myself and my clients, you know, park your car in one spot, walk to the store, get what you need and come back, walk to the next store, leave that car parked in that one spot. So there are opportunities for all of us to get more movement throughout the day. All that sitting, muscles get tight, joints get stiff. And the more we can move, the better off we're going to be. And the better off it's going to be for our hearts and all systems in our bodies. Many
0: people believe that they're not getting enough of a workout to actually either lose weight or get their heart rates up. What would you say to them?
2: Most of the research with exercise is moderate intensity exercise and going out for a brisk walk where you notice that your heart's beating a little faster, you're breathing a little harder. You can still talk and carry on a conversation. That's the level that you're getting those benefits. And here's the interesting thing too, that all is all dependent on our fitness level. So for somebody who's very sedentary, um, just starting out, if their fitness level is very low, they might be at that moderate brisk pace at a three mile per hour pace. Someone who's fitter to get to that moderate or brisk level, you might need to be kicking it up to like a four mile per hour pace. But the idea is pay attention to your body. As long as you are breathing a little harder, that heart rate's getting up, you should always still be able to talk. You're in that moderate brisk zone. So you're getting those benefits. Then if you want to get more, you can kick it up. Interval training is a great way to do that. And one of the things with that is you push your speed for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, and then you come back. Back down to that comfortable pace that you normally walk at to recover. And then you speed up. You can do it with landmarks, um, you know, walk one block fast, two blocks recovery, uh, 30 seconds and 60 seconds. Uh, you can even count steps, do 50 steps fast and 100 steps recovery. And what we're seeing is that with interval training, because you're pushing that intensity, you're getting out of that comfort zone, um, you get results faster. So you're still getting all these results that you can get with a steady pace walk. But it's, you know, one of the biggest complaints people have is that they don't have enough time to get out and walk or to exercise. So what we're finding is interval walks you can do for a shorter period of time and still be getting those benefits.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask about the time involved because I always wondered if you are doing the interval running, can you still, is it the same amount of time or... Can you get, let's say you're doing the interval walking. I'm sorry, not running, walking. (laughs) Um, Are you, if you wanted to do that for 30 minutes, is that a better benefit than if you were walking at a steady pace? Is that pretty much what you're saying?
2: Right. You're going to see those benefits quicker. You're going to get results faster. But basically if you're working, um, exercising, walking at a moderate intensity, the goal is about 30 minutes, five times a week for 150 minutes. A week which is the recommendation if you are doing vigorous workouts the goal is 75 minutes a week so that higher intensity now if you're doing interval training you're kind of in between there so instead of doing a 30 minute walk I usually um, recommend 20 minute walks when people are doing the intervals you can get away with a slightly shorter workout because you're pumping up that intensity and you know that's one of the things with walking so we were designed to walk our bodies, okay? And I find, and myself included, I can get into a walking rut. We, especially if I'm walking and talking with friends, um, we end up walking at a pace that is very energy efficient. We kind of settle into that. It's very comfortable. So one of the things I'm always challenging walkers to do is even if it's for the intervals, but push yourself out of that comfort zone every once in a while. Um, we see benefits. Um, interval training, they, there's been studies with people with diabetes or pre-diabetes that it improves blood glucose, you know, more quickly. There have been some studies showing that people lose more weight with the intervals. And you can mix up those intervals to whatever you're comfortable with. You know, if you're just starting out um, so even somebody who's been sedentary, on very low fitness level, you can start with a 15 second, pick up the pace for 15 seconds. And if you need, you know, three, four minutes to get comfortable again, and then pick it up, but it's mixing that up. And, you know, that challenges your body in a different way. So you're getting these benefits first going out for just a long, steady pace walk. Again, there are benefits to that, but when you're mixing it up, you're challenging your body, but it also makes your walks more interesting. It keeps, you know, prevents boredom. Like I like doing, you know, interval walks when I'm by myself and then I have my walks where I go out with, you know, my girlfriend or two, um, and those are more social. And, you know, one of the things that we did with the um, walking program that I developed for Genev is we really mixed it up. There's a wide variety of different types of walks.
0: One question I have also is, the difference between walking in a neighborhood type setting versus walking in more of a hill type and then hiking. What are the, can you still get the benefit from walking on a flat surface in your neighborhood as you could by the other two combinations?
2: Yeah, you're gonna get benefits from any walk you take. Um, You're gonna get different benefits. Level flat um, can be easier you know, if you're just starting out because when, once you add the hills, that's an intensity. In fact, adding hills can be their own intervals. So if you live in an area where there's hills, you, you almost have built-in intervals there. Um, so if you're just starting out walking on level ground, is going to be easier. Um, but even as you become fitter, what I find is I like to do more speed work on level ground and really push my um, intervals or I'll just go out. You know, if I have um, a predetermined path, and this is a great thing for anybody, when we see progress, we're motivated to do more. So, you know, if you have a loop or something that you walk, time yourself, see how long it takes you or pick a distance. It could be a mile, see how long it takes you. And then over time, Practice, do some intervals. As you do intervals, that helps to speed up your walking pace. It builds that neurological system, your nerves, they work with the muscles to help you to walk more quickly. It conditions those muscles. So you're able to go faster. It conditions your heart. And then over time, do that every so often and see how much faster you can cover that distance. And when you see that progress, um, it's very motivating. It's like a little challenge to
1: yourself and it just keeps you interested. Right. And hiking is
2: a great thing to do. You know, again, there, um, you know, one of the things that happens as we get older, too, um, by doing things like hiking where it's uneven terrain, that's helping to keep our balance, you know, strong. Um, You know, when you have that uneven terrain, too, that's a different impact on your, as you step. And that helps to keep our bones strong. Walking is a weight bearing exercise. So it's good for keeping our bones strong. The faster you walk, you're going to get a little bit more impact, you know, going up over rocks and things like that. Um, you know, that shifts. So what happens is if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, our bodies get used to that. You get an improvement, but then you plateau if you keep doing the same thing. So mixing it up with things like walking on flat surfaces, doing some hill walks, going out and doing a hike. um, Those are all great things, um, you know, to keep your body sharp, (laughs) the mind sharp, the body sharp, and to, um, again, prevent boredom.
1: What would you say to someone if they experience a lot of inclement weather? And I Mm -hmm. know how great it is in nature, to get out in nature. I know personally how much better I feel if I can get outside. But what about if it's horrible rain or storm or ice or snow or freezing or too hot?
2: Um, I don't know who said it, but um, there's a saying that there's no, what is it? There's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. And we're just, I was just having this conversation and people were sharing their gear and stuff like that in terms of, you know, I encourage women to get out and walk no matter what the weather. I mean, yes, of course, if, you know, there's advisories, there's ice and it's not safe, but don't stop just because it's raining a little bit. Um, You know, get a good waterproof jacket. It is worth the investment. I have one that I think I've had now for about 20 years. Um, They last if you, you know, invest in a good quality one, things like that will last. And The world is a different place when you get out there, when the weather's different, you know, you could do your same route all the time. And when you go out and it's the rain, you hear different things. I was, I just did this the other day. And it was so beautiful listening to the rain on all the leaves because I'm in the Northeast. So, you know, the leaves are changing and they're a little crisper. So those raindrops um, along the trail. Now, the only thing that really bugged me, though, was I, I heard my feet much more because it was a cinder path. So I actually stopped so I could just listen to the rain coming down. Um, And I always say you get bragging rights when you go out (laughs) in in inclement weather. So it's really about the clothes. You know, for rain, I always make sure I have a rimmed hat um, and then a waterproof jacket. Um, Same thing with, you know, winter, a big thing, layer up. Uh, And when you have clothes, you know, you don't notice the cold as much. For me, a big thing is making sure I have something over my neck. Um, We do get some poor walking posture sometimes in the bad weather. So that's why, like I said, I like the hat with the rim because otherwise you're looking down at your feet in the rain, you know, a scarf or neck gaiter or something when it's cold. Otherwise we then bring our shoulders up to our ears. We wanna keep those down and back when we're walking. But, you know, it can be beautiful after a snowfall. And again, you don't have to push the intensity maybe in those conditions, but get out there, that fresh air, the sunshine, you know, in the middle of winter. Uh, studies show, you know, we know that exercise can boost your mood, being out in nature can boost your mood and when you put those together. Um, that can just be really powerful. So I encourage people to get out as much as they can. And that's one of the joys with walking is it's the perfect exercise to get outside.
0: So you had mentioned that you've partnered with GENEV for a walking program. And as our listeners know, we are big fans of GENEV. They are a telehealth platform that talks all about menopause and is a great resource for women that are going through perimenopause and menopause. And as I mentioned, you've partnered with them on a walking program. So can you talk a little bit about
2: that? Yeah, we set up a walking program because, you know, adding walking to your life is one of the best things that you can do in midlife. For a lot of us, we are, you know, kind of torn with all of our responsibilities. Um, Some of us are sandwich generation, taking care of kids and aging parents, working other responsibilities with our families. And then, we're starting to notice some of these symptoms of perimenopause and it can be a really challenging time to you know continue exercising or start an exercise program and walking is the most accessible exercise we know that you're going to get the benefits and it's one of those exercises that you can sneak in throughout the day and you know i encourage the women you don't need to be perfect on doing this. The goal is make progress. So you don't have to have, you know, other than a good pair of sneakers. um, If you don't have time to change, that's okay. Sneak in a walk when you can. So walking is really accessible and it can help with many of those symptoms of menopause. In fact, uh, research, when they looked at 77 different walking programs um, that women in midlife did, they found that 91% of them had improvements showed improvements in menopause symptoms, things like easing joint pain, you know, walking as low impact. So if that's something that you're suffering from boosting mood, um, giving you more energy, you know, if you're feeling sluggish because we're not getting, you know, a lot of times sleep is a big issue. So our sleep is interrupted. We're not getting our best sleep, you know, thinking about going out for a run or, you know, to a boot camp class, you know, you might just be like, can't do it but going out for a 10 or 15 minute walk. So we wanted a program that was accessible to women of all levels. And we actually I created two different levels of the program. So there's a gentle walking program, and then there's a fitness walking program because we know women are at different stages of their lives, and you know, we want to offer them what they need right now and you can even flip between the programs because you know some days you know we might be more tired and fatigued and we need one of those gentle walks and then other days we've got more energy and we want to challenge ourselves so you can go for one of the more high energy fitness walks
0: and so if someone wanted to find out more information like the costs associated where they could find this walking program where would they look
2: well first of all it's a free program so it's available to anyone and they can go to com to sign up for the program when you sign up for the program again free you get um, the walking plans and we also have a facebook community so the women are posting what they are doing each day they're posting pictures of their walks we're sharing our experiences um, answering questions and supporting uh, each other as we you know aim to walk more increase our walking and see those benefits that you get
0: it's so helpful to have other people on the same path with you, not literally, but figuratively. If they're walking, you create, there's also isolation is very hard mm-hmm. for women at in midlife. So if you are on a Facebook group or on a program where you can connect with other women, that's huge. That's That's also a benefit for them as well. And they can share their symptoms and how they're feeling. Um, we also are promoted as the podcast to listen to while you're walking on the program, which is great. We're thrilled for that because, you know, who? why would you not want to walk and listen to Bridget, my voice for <laughs> 30, 30 minutes yes. at a time, 30 minutes uninterrupted conversations with the two of us. So any, you know, it's about community and it's about spreading the information and getting people motivated. So the fact that it's a group will benefit them for their motivation, which is wonderful. When they go online, what will they see?
2: When you go online, you will come to the page where you can, like I said, sign up for that. Uh, There's articles. We have an article, you know, we were talking about the benefits. It's 50 benefits of walking at midlife. So if you need motivation, you know, um, take a look at that. You're going to see all those benefits. Um, We're regularly adding um, articles to that site. Um, There's another one where I mentioned a little bit with um, just before that, you know, focusing on progress, not perfection. So it's kind of my advice on how to approach and start a walking program so that you get the most out of it. I think sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves if we don't do it just perfectly. And the reality is that it's better to do a little bit and not do it perfectly than not do it because you can't do it perfectly. You're not getting any benefits then. So, you know, really encouraging the women. And then when you get on to the Facebook group, we are posting videos regularly. So there's a video up now on the Facebook group uh, talking about posture, um, how to get the most out of your walk, you know. We wanna feel good while we walk and having good posture and keeping your head up. I had mentioned, you know, when we get cold, people will look down. Um, Having our head up that takes tension off of our upper body, not bending over. You know, if you're walking in that position, you can end up with your low back achy. Uh, we really want women to enjoy their walks. So, we're giving them as much um, information and advice and tips. And other women are sharing theirs too. So, we're all learning from each other. Uh, we just have a video going up on how to walk faster. We were talking about intervals being great. And, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they try to walk faster is they take longer steps. They think because so many people say to me, well, you can walk fast because you have long legs. No, that's not the key to walking faster. We actually slow down when we take longer strides. So we've got advice, you want to take short, quick steps. You know, we've actually had race walkers who are five foot three and have won the gold medal at the Olympics. So it's about short quick steps, not long legs. Uh, and we also, um, each week I'm interviewing and speaking with one of the health coaches from Genève. um, Genev has a team of doctors and health coaches that, um, uh, you know, are available through telehealth. And so we're, I'm doing interviews and they're talking about other aspects um, that can help to enhance your walking program. Things like stretching and mobility, hydration, um, your diet. So we're really coming at it from all angles. And those types of changes um, are going to help also along with that walking for some of those symptoms that were, you know experiencing during this time of our life and also reduce our risk for disease and help us to stay independent as we get older. I mean, we are at that transition and second stage of life and you know, we really have lots of opportunities to thrive and to do that, we want to feel our best. We want our bodies to be at their best and we want to, you know, stay active and vital and you know, walking is a great step in that direction.
0: We actually spoke with uh, Dr. Daniel Levitin on successful aging. And one of the benefits of his 10 things that you can do is to walk with a partner because it will, when you're having these conversations, it is also for your cognitive health as well, because you have to focus on different topics. So you may be walking the same direction you always walk, but when you're talking it changes and it actually improves your cognitive health. So there's so many benefits to walking
1: Yeah, he added the hiking aspect to that was that you were using your brain for different terrain, that you weren't used to to doing the different terrain. And that was great Mm -hmm. for your cognitive health as well.
2: Yeah, it's also great for relationships. I mean, you know, you build those relationships. What happens, I think, is, you know, we get all those feel good chemicals coming through our body. You know, I encourage people, if you have to have a difficult conversation with someone, go out and walk and have that conversation, you don't have that direct eye contact, you feel good while you're walking. So a lot of times, you know, those conversations can flow a little easier and they're received a little more easily. You know, I've done this with my kids, walking with them. um, You know, there's therapists who encourage couples, you know, who are in therapy to walk. Um, You can help build that relationship. So, you know, there's a lot of good things you can get from walking.
0: The fact that you can go on walking.genev.com and get all this information, talk to the, you know, listen to you talk to the coaches for free. There's no charge. That's just a wonderful addition to Genev's programs and something that women should really get out there and get benefit from because movement heals and it helps not only your body, but your mind, your mental health. As you said, a lot of us start suffering from osteoporosis. It's important for bone regeneration. So, win win win, really, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And, you know, the,
1: yeah, the, if you're nervous about going to someplace like a gym or a class, and you mentioned that in your book as well, walking, you don't have to do that. I know a lot of people feel intimidated. Maybe they feel like they don't feel like going into this group or this classroom with a bunch of mirrors. Mm-hmm that you're just outside walking. And I I do have one more question because I've lived in different areas uh, throughout the world and some places I've lived are more conducive to walking Mm -hmm. and some places I lived are not at all. Um, Fortunately now, Colleen and I are in an area that is very conducive to walking. What would you say to someone that maybe lives in uh, an area that they just, they don't have sidewalks or maybe it's dangerous, Uh, what would you say about that?
2: Um, I would encourage them to look for venues where they could potentially walk inside, Um, malls, some schools, um, office buildings, you know, hospitals even. I mean, now right now with COVID, you know, there might be some restrictions. You know, now you have to be flying, but airports are a great place to get steps in when you're flying instead of taking the train between the terminals, Mm -hmm. walk Also, like we have outdoor shopping centers that are lit. Um, This is a great one that I'll use with bad weather because they always clear the sidewalks. They play music outside. There's lights and there's security that's around, you know, as we're getting our days are getting shorter. So, places like that, um, some schools, you know, if they have tracks. I have had women, and some of this was during the lockdown, they were walking in their apartments or around just around their house to get their steps in. I've done classes when there's been bad weather where we've done walking workouts in uh, parking lots. And, you know, it gets a little repetitive. But from that, one of the women in one of my groups, because she had young kids and her husband traveled at the time. So when he was away, she would do her workout up and down her driveway. So the kids were inside. She didn't have to go anywhere. So, you know, you can get creative um, if you have an area. I used to, when my daughter did a preschool program. Because I live in a very, we don't have sidewalks, um, the roads are narrow. So if you are walking on something like that, be very careful, walk into traffic so they can see you wear bright colored clothes, don't have audio so you can, you're can aware of your surroundings. But I would drop her at her preschool class, leave my car there, and then I could walk to the bank, I could walk to the post office, I could walk to, you know, the grocery store, the pharmacy, I could walk and get my nails done. So look for those opportunities, you know, if your immediate area is, isn't safe. And the other thing, I mean, this goes for fitting it in too, not just from a safety standpoint, but you don't have to walk just from home. You could walk from work. So if you work somewhere, you could park your car 15 minutes away instead of in the parking lot, walk to work. And then back to your car, you've got a 30-minute walk built into your day. Or even if you park there before you go home, take a walk in that area if that's a safer area. So, you know, be flexible, um, be creative, and look for those opportunities.
0: That just made me think of the fact that so many people say, did you get your 10,000 steps in? Did you get Mm -hmm. your 10? Does it really matter if we walk 10,000 steps a day?
2: So we do know that there are benefits to walking more, and there is some research showing that. The thing that I suggest with the 10,000 steps is that is a general guideline, and we're all individuals. So I encourage people, if you are going to use an activity tracker, which they can be very motivating for a lot of people. Get a baseline. See how many steps go about your day and see how many steps you normally get. If, say, you get 4,000, 5,000, instead of trying to get to 10,000 right away, up it by 2,000. We know there's research showing that any of those increases are going to be giving you benefits. Now, if you are a teacher or a nurse or somebody who's always on your feet, you might already be at 10,000, in which case then you're going to have to go a little higher to get more benefits. Because remember, I told you, What you do regularly, your body plateaus at that level. So it can be a great motivational tool. The other thing too with the step count is it doesn't take into account the intensity. So if you are doing more intense, faster walking, you know, you're going to get benefits without getting to 10,000 steps necessarily. Um, So it's one of the tools that we can use to motivate ourselves and to have the data. You know, I mean, that can be really helpful. So that way, you know, one of the great things with the step count, I think it helped people to realize was all those little episodes of walking throughout the day really do add up. You know, if you're following the program, you know, if you need some more support, you know, with your walking program or other lifestyle changes that you're trying to make, Genev has health coaches who are available for telehealth appointments that you can schedule with them. But during the walking program, we are having the opportunity. They're coming and giving you information on a variety of topics. And Got that it. part is free.
0: Okay. Well, we want to thank Michelle Stanton for coming on today and letting us know really the importance of walking, the benefits of walking, not just physical, but total body, mental, mind, body, spirit, as they like to say. So <laughs> check out, go to um, walking.genev.com. For the free program, you will be able to listen to Michelle's different programs and interviews that she does with health coaches. Thank you, Michelle, for coming on. We really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And let's all get out there and walk today. That's right. Well, thank you so
1: much, Michelle. That is just so interesting and it is motivating. It makes me want to get out and walk. I love to walk, but I'm kind of a sissy when it comes to... um, bad weather, inclement weather. And, you know, she's just like, get you a great jacket, you know, get out there in the elements, get out and walk. And, you know, of course, like she said, be careful if it's like icy or if there's lightning, don't do that. But Otherwise, really walking is just so wonderful. And we want to remind you that you can catch us on any social media. We are now on TikTok. We have Instagram, Woo-hoo. yes, Facebook, Twitter. We have a LinkedIn page also. And we started a Patreon page. So it's um,
0: patreon um, slash hot flashes I'm also really excited, Bridget, that we're getting close to the 12 days of holiday giveaway. Yes. Guys, remember, starting November 16th through December 9th, we will be sponsoring with one of our great brands. Every other day, prizes going out amazing prizes that our midlife listeners would love to have easy ways to enter so stay tuned for that and bridget and i are completely underwater putting together the um holiday gift guide which will be coming out the first week of november so when people say to you what do you want for christmas or hanukkah you could say you know what here it is. You're going to have a list of unique gifts that midlife women are just going to love to have. Lots of codes there too for discounts. So make sure you check that out.
1: I mean, tell it to everybody. Tell your friends, tell tell your family, Tell tell strangers. Sharing (laughs) is caring. Sharing is caring. Tell them all, you know. And there are some wonderful things. And these prizes, I'm like, oh man, I wish I
0: could enter. I know, right? I know. Don't you hate that you can't enter? And we're going to be doing some sneak peeks of this stuff as well on our Instagram. So make sure to be following us on Hot Flashes and Cool Topics on Instagram because you'll get some extra information on what's going to be in the guide. So have a great week, guys. Bye.